Well, good evening, LifePoint Youth. Uh, my name is Josh, and I'm the youth pastor here, in case you didn't know. Thank you so much for hopping online with us tonight as we uh, are, are going to have uh, just a short time together to go through God's Word. Um, and and it's, it's incredible. If you haven't, uh, make sure that you go and check out everything that we've been doing during the season because I have some really good news. Uh, it will be ending very, very soon. There's going to be a lot more information on that, but let me just tell you from here right now, it will be ending very, very soon. So we're really excited about that. Thank you so much for, for tuning in um, and just being with us uh, tonight. Make sure that you uh, uh, comment and, and be, be just uh, active in the chat so that we can all uh, be talking together and digesting really what we're going through. Um, I, I, I'm online with you guys uh, chatting and, and everything like that. It's a, it's a really cool time to be together. But I'd like to just take uh, this time before we hop into a new series. Uh, last week we had Tristan and he preached an amazing message. Um, I was away on a vacation um, and, and it was just an awesome, awesome time to be able to see Tristan and, and hear from, uh, from his heart what God was, was pouring into him. And uh, before we get into a, a dedicated new series, I'd like to just take some time to talk uh, a little bit about uh, sacrifices. I know that's a, that's a scary word, and sometimes you, you think the, 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 like, the hero who, who passes away and sacrifices himself, but I'm not really talking about that. If you guys would just think for a little bit, have you ever stood in a grocery line and you see that little old lady behind you, and she has like one can, and, and you just go, you know what? You can go ahead. And she goes through and she thanks you for being such a, a sweet little boy or girl or, or whatever. And you just feel good about yourself and, and you're like, yeah, I felt good to give up my spot. Or, or it kind, kind of can go the other way as well. Maybe, maybe you've, uh, you've decided I am going to hold the door for somebody because that's just, that's just who I am. I'm a nice person. I'm going to do this. So you go through and you, you, you hold the door. And what happens? Every single time, it seems like, every single time I hold the door for somebody, it seems like 400 people come walking through and I never have a chance to leave the door. I've become a, a personal doorman for, for whatever business or occupation or restaurant that I'm going through. It seems like they're coming in 400 at a time, two by two, and you just sit there and you go, why is, whatever. See, sacrifices, uh, we make a lot of them daily. And, and, and we might not even realize it. Maybe you're going, yeah, that, that's me. And you might have your own examples. That's awesome. But what I'd like to, to kind of share tonight is talking uh, about the spiritual well-being of other, of other people. You know, standing at the door, the, the spiritual door, if you will, and, and, and really holding that up for, for other people. Sacrificing for other people sacrificing for those who are, who are coming behind us, coming through the door. You see, it reminds me of a passage in 1 Thessalonians. Uh, this is Paul, and, and he's writing to the church there, and, and, and he's just sharing some stuff to them uh, about his, his business and being there. And this is what he says in, uh, it's actually 6b. It's like the second half of, of verse 6. But it says this, um, it says, As apostles of Christ... We could have been a burden to you, but we were generous among you, like a mother caring for her little children. We loved you so much that we were delighted to share with you not only the gospel, but our lives as well, 
because you had become so dear to us. Surely you remember, brothers and sisters, our toil and hardship. We worked night and day in order not to be a burden to anyone. And while we preached the gospel of God to you, you are witnesses and so is God of how holy, righteous and blameless we were among you who believed. For you know that we dealt with each of you as a father deals with his own children, encouraging, comforting, and urging you to live lives worthy of God who calls you into his kingdom and his glory. You see, I think that it's so important for us as we read this passage and as we think about the daily sacrifices that we make to shift that into the spiritual and to really be able and be open to allow people into your life. Listen, sacrifices spiritually can look a ton of different ways. Maybe it's inviting people into your homes for a small group. Maybe you're sitting there and you're listening to, to them share stories about their life and you just are there to encourage them. Or maybe they're currently walking through something and they're asking for your support. These are all ways that we can make sacrifices and, and, and put others before ourselves truly and, and love people with, with the love of God, a love that, that is unrecognizable to those who, who don't understand it. And, and a lot of times they try to, to, to figure out the formula to it, but there's no formula. It's just we love God so much that we are gonna love people. And I think that that's important to know. You see, Paul and the team that he had around him, because he had a missionary team as well, they didn't act holier than thou to the Thessalonians. They loved them and they pushed them through all kinds of stress and fatigue to be effective. And so I want you guys to know, never give up on people and always be open to allow them into your life because you never know what that can do for the spiritual well-being, the spiritual formation of those who are around you. Never take for granted those late night conversations you're having with your friend. Never take for granted being at the, at the right hand of, of, a, of a friend who is going through a hard, hard, hard time. I remember um, back when I was in, in college, I had a friend, um, a good friend of mine, and um, I was a sophomore, I believe, freshman, one of those two. And it was a freshman, yeah, that's what it was. And, and it was like one of my first semesters in school, and uh, I got a call from my friend's mom and they had they had let us they had let us know they let me know um that his his dad had passed away and um you know he he was really torn up about it he had just reconnected with with his father so it was it was it was a tough time and and they said hey um would you just let him know that you're there and instead of just sending a text and just sending a phone call all of which are effective and and if that's what you can do go and do it but I instead, I talked to my professors, I talked to those who were around me who were teaching. I said, hey, my friend is going through something. Do you mind if I go and be with them? Luckily, I went to a Christian university. So they saw the, the, the importance of that. They said, you know what, go. We're not gonna dock you points. We're not gonna uh, do that. Just make sure that when you get back, you have your stuff done. And I said, absolutely, it's just gonna be a weekend. I got in my car. And I drove seven hours to go see my friend and to go be with him and, and, and uh, just, just love on him for that weekend. I wasn't there long, but I was there. 
I made a point to be there. I sacrificed time. I sacrificed uh, my, my, my education, my lectures and things like that so that I could go and be with him because I knew how important it was to allow myself to be open to pour into others in times of need. That's what Paul is saying here. And, and that's what the entire book of First and Second Thessalonians are. It's what the, the, the entire thing is, just being there and, and how they are ministering and how to effectively do that. You see, I think there's another thing here as well. And that is this. We have to let time work its course and we have to work diligently. We have to let time work its course and we have to work diligently. You see, relationship takes time. Obviously, friendships, relationships, they take time. They take so much meticulous time. Witnessing to people is no different. It's a process. How do you expect people to see the difference in your life if they've never seen it consistently? How could people see that you are different if you're not living that difference out on a regular basis? What good is it to build a relationship as a one-time experience? I'm sure we've had uh, uh, um, situations like this. I'm sure you have as well, where you have somebody come in or, or, or you're, you're connecting with somebody and you really enjoy that time, but then you never connect with that person again. Maybe it's at camp, maybe it's at youth convention, maybe it's you know, somewhere else. And you just never connect with that person again. Those aren't real friendships, are they? It's great that we have good conversation, absolutely. But those aren't friendships. Those aren't relationships. They don't really understand who you are as a, as a human being and who you are as a Christian. They can't. They just don't have the time. And so we have to, to let time work its course and we have to work diligently. You see, Paul, he has a few ideas that went against some of the misconceptions that the Thessalonian church had at that time. You see, when he said he was holy and blameless, I know that sounds like a self-righteous thing, but what Paul is saying here, he means what he's saying. They literally, literally believed and, 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 and behaved in such a way that no one could accuse them in a justified way of any wrongdoing. As opposed to what some believers thought, he didn't just accept sin as a part of the Christian walk. I feel like sometimes we do that. Sometimes we just, we, we use it as an excuse and, and a lot of times that becomes the excuse for our sin to still live in sin. But Paul's saying that's not how this is supposed to go, especially when you're witnessing and you're, and you're pouring into other people. We should live holy and blameless lives. We should have our lives so set up in a way that no one could rightly come against us and say, stuff happened, this happened. It's important to know that 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 is, is key. I remember in, in my youth group, when I was, when I was a student, there was, a, there was a girl in the youth group who had came for her first time. It was like a visitor or whatever. And she was talking with the youth leader. They were trying to get to know her. And she looked at, at, at me and pointed at me. I was across the room hanging out with my friends and stuff. And she said, hey, um, we, we actually were going to school together and we did stuff together. Straight up. Straight up. <laughs> And I, I remember being pulled aside by one of my youth leaders. And he goes, hey, man, um, so this girl said something had happened. It's like, dude, I don't even know who that is. Like, I, honestly, like, I don't even know. And he goes, you know what? Had, had you been another student, had you been somebody else who maybe I didn't know or, or whatever? He's like, I would totally 
be pressing you harder. He goes, but you know what? I take you at your word because he had seen how I acted. He had seen how I was interacting with other students. He knew that that was so far out of character for me that it could not possibly hold any weight. So they dismissed it. They had a conversation and they were like, hey, you can't do that. And they had a conversation with me like, hey, steer clear. Obviously I did. But like that stuff happens and we have to be ready to live our lives in a way that we are going to be able to live holy and blameless lives so that nobody can come against us and and poke holes in, in our faith. And I think there's another piece to this as well. And that is that when we make these sacrifices, when we sacrifice our time, and our effort, our, our love, our energy into other people. We, we can make all of those sacrifices and those things are great, but there's one thing we can't sacrifice and that's our own standing with God. We have to live lives that God can speak through and that can guide others to the faith that we have ourselves. We have to be devoted. We have to have a moral purity and we have to have spiritual integrity. These are the three things that help us work diligently as we are loving on people, as we are are, are making those sacrifices into pouring into people's lives. These are the the things that we're supposed to do. And then lastly, there's a couple of illustrations here in just this short text in 1 Thessalonians. And and that is this. And I know it's going to sound weird. So I'll break out, I'll, I'll say it and then I'll break it down a little bit further. But we have to be spiritual parents to others. Maybe, maybe parents is too far-fetched, okay? Be a big brother, a spiritual big brother or a spiritual big sister to somebody. Maybe a spiritual parent's not, not, the, not where you're at. You, you might not understand it, but, but that's the concept that we have. And, and we get this from how Paul is talking about being like mothers. He says, he says here, we loved you. Uh, we, we were generous and we were gentle among you like a mother caring for her children. And then he goes on later on and he says, for you know that we dealt with you as a father deals with his own children. So he is making a father and a mother comparison just in the short text of how they treated each other. And so I want you to do this. Think about your parents, your guardians, your, your grandparents, whoever, whoever is that person in your life or, or those people in your life. I want you to think about them. I want you to think about how much they do for you as, as, their, as their child, as the person that they are protecting and they're over. I want you to think about all of the stuff that they have done. How big has their sacrifice been for you? How, how much have they sacrificed for you to have the things and the opportunities that you have? I think, uh, again, uh, going through college, I, 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 you know, college is expensive. My seniors, you're about to figure it out. <laughs> and, and so I remember working through college and I would work in the summers and then I, would, I, would, I wouldn't work because I would be devoted to school. And then I would work in the summers and then I would, be, you know, so I had money and I had a, a flow coming in. But, but man, bills and, and college bills and payments and tuition and all, you know, room and board and everything, like that's expensive stuff. And I remember sitting with my parents and uh, we were figuring out how to do this. And they said, Josh, we... We, we don't want you to have to, to take a job while you're in school. That's a blessing and a sacrifice in and of itself to say, you know what, we care so much about you that we don't want you to have to deal with this. But what they did do, my dad did take a second job for a season. He took, a, he took a, another job working at a, a, a trucking uh, stop, loading and unloading trucks and, and, and everything like that. 
he took that second job, he worked nights. And let me tell you, my dad is one of the, if not the hardest worker that I have ever been able to be around. My dad just, is, is, his work ethic is, is incredible. <laughs> he, he gets up at five o'clock, he goes into work at about 6.30, and he works until about four, 4.30. And in that season, he would work until about 4.30, and then he would take about an hour, and then he would go back out and go back and work that second job until 11, 12 o'clock, and then get up at 5 a.m., work that first job that he had, and do the whole thing over and over. And he did that, and I just remember thinking, man, how grateful am I that my dad would, would do this for me, would sacrifice this for me, because I could have been working through school. But, but, but they made it clear that they, they wanted to, to, to make that happen for me. I'm so thankful for that. I'm so thankful that I had a dad who, who sacrificed for me, that I have a, a, a father who still sacrifices for me. He took, he took time off, a lot of time off, to be able to move me out here. Like, you know, my, my dad, my parents, both are incredible in how they sacrifice for me. So I want you to just think about your own life, your own guardian, your own parent, your own grandparent. How are they sacrificing for you? And how grateful are you for that sacrifice? Now, and this is where I'm going to end at tonight. I want you to just realize uh, that this needs to be applied in our own lives. So I want you to ask yourself this question. How can we sacrifice our time, our effort, and our energy into pouring into those spiritual needs of people that God wants us to reach? How are we going to be able to sacrifice our time, our effort, and our energy into pouring into people? What can we do? Can we make ourselves more available? Can we make more phone calls? Can we make more texts? Can we hang out with people more? What is it that we are going to be able to do to allow people to see our witness and to show people and point people to the love of Jesus Christ the way that Paul did among the Thessalonians? He didn't act holier than thou. He didn't act above anybody else. But what he did do was just show simply how much he cared. And that in and of itself was a massive sacrifice and it paid so, so much in the long run. Because you see this church grow and you see this church grow healthy because of the model that he was setting forth. I think that it's so important for us to know that we're not supposed to walk this thing and just do it by ourselves and, 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 and not only just do it by ourselves, but but to actually grow the kingdom as well. Youth ministries are great. Kids ministries are great. Being in church is great, but man, we have a mission field that we have to reach and, 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 and show people really, really what it's all about. And so I, I would like to just, you know, in this time in, in prayer as we, um, as, we, as we just think about how we can sacrifice some of these things, how we can really make ourselves um, outward focus in, in, in the lives of those who desperately, desperately need it. I would even argue more now than ever before, especially in my lifetime, people are needing the hope and the love of Jesus Christ. Would you pray with me tonight? Father, we thank you for this word. We thank you for Paul and his writings. We thank you that he was a model himself of how to sacrifice time, effort, energy, into, into the lives of others. 
Lord, I pray that you would help us to, to keep the, 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 uh, our sacrifices at the forefront of everything that we do, that we would live holy and blameless lives so that we might be able to, to enter into, into the kingdom and we might be able to bring other people alongside of us, with us. Father, we thank you for the opportunity that we have to, to connect with each other, but also to connect with others. And Lord, I pray that you would give us opportunities to pour into other people, to, to hold that spiritual door so that people can walk through and people can see exactly who you are. Lord, we thank you for the word that you've given us tonight. We thank you that you have given us a community that we can come to in our times of need. And Lord, that you've given us a community outside of these walls, outside of this church, outside of this youth ministry, that we can go out and reach with the love and the hope of your son, Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much for spending time with us tonight. Uh, we, we, we just want to, to be able to uh, connect with you. So please like our Facebook page at LP Youth AZ. You can also uh, follow us on Instagram at LP Youth AZ. And then you can find us on YouTube. Maybe that's where you're watching as well. Make sure to hit the subscribe, hit the bell so you can get all of the notifications that we have. Uh, we're going to have a lot more stuff coming up, especially, especially as we look forward to meeting together again. Thank you so much, uh, and we just we we hope that your um, we hope that your week is is absolutely incredible. We look forward to seeing you again. Thank you so much for watching.